好。We're here to learn how to say things for very casual, very informal conversations using Cantonese and Mandarin, as they're related to health, medical, and other matters. Today, we're going to do something different. We'll present a sentence based on a featured word, like we usually do, and in addition to that, we're going to listen to a dialogue between two people. Showing how that sentence sounds in an actual conversation, but as we've done in the past, let's ease ourselves into the topic of the podcast, which for today is gluten. Have you noticed when wandering along the grocery aisles, seeing packages of food items marked with some kind of whatever-free label, things like fat-free, sugar-free, and more recently, gluten-free? Forget about the obvious guerrilla marketing tactics. Just how accurate these whatever-free labels are, and if you should even be buying these products, can be topics of discussion at your next doctor's appointment. Ever heard of celiac disease? It's one of the reasons you see the proliferation of gluten-free labels on grocery shelf products. But think outside of the box. It turns out that gluten can be found in non-food items. Like certain medications contain gluten, as do certain lip products like lip balms, lipstick, lip gloss, and even wheat-based Play-Doh that kids may stick in their mouths. All of which can lead to skin and digestive problems for people who truly have gluten intolerance or celiac disease. Sadly, this disease is not taken seriously. People have ended up going to the hospital after eating at restaurants or a friend's house, even after explaining their dietary restrictions. It's kind of an unfortunate Peter cry wolf type of situation when it's unclear when gluten avoidance is simply a lifestyle choice that may not be necessarily based on true gluten sensitivity. So how do you say gluten in Chinese? In Cantonese, it could be fujat. In Mandarin, it could be "fu zhi." So, if you wanted to say something like, "Even if I say I can't eat gluten, who knows what the kitchen cooks up for me that may make me sick as a dog later on?" Using the Canto way of saying gluten, "fu zhi," you could say, "Zhou xun wang wang, wo mu shi de fu zhi. Dim zhi chu fang zhu bing wo shi de ye. Wei mu wei qi de zhi wo bing dou yi zhi ye gong." Using the Mando way of saying gluten, 麸质 you could say, 就算我说我不能吃麸质，谁知道厨房煮给我吃的东西会不会过一会儿让我病得一塌糊涂？ Because there's so many words to go over, let's not go into too much excruciating detail with all the word characters. And try to leave the compound words as is, without delving into the root components. We'll split up the sentence into two parts. Part one: Even if I say I can't eat gluten. Part two: Who knows what the kitchen cooks up for me that may make me sick as a dog later on? In part one, we start out of the gate with "zhao xun jiu xuan," meaning "even if." Even if I say I can't eat gluten. 就算我话我唔食得麸质，就算我说我不能吃麸质。Next is 我我 ，the previously learned pronoun I me 
Not only have we learned this before, but it appears several times in today's sentence. Is it any wonder? Since we're talking about health and wellness, the conversation is always going to be I and me centric. I feel pain here. I am taking this medication. The muscle spasm caused me to wake up in the middle of the night. Can you give me more pain meds? And so on. So even if I say I can't eat gluten, 就算我话我唔食得肤质，就算我说我不能吃肤质。Next we have 话说 In the context of the sentence, 话说 means to say. Even if I say I can't eat gluten. 就算我话我唔食得麸质，就算我说我不能吃麸质。As it turns out, in Cantonese, 话 has another pronunciation. 话 hear the difference? 话 and 话 In our original Canto sentence, we're using 话 meaning to say. In 就算我话我唔食得麸质。Now the different pronunciation "wa" comes with a different meaning, language. For instance, it's used at the end of the word for Cantonese, "Guangdong wa" and Mandarin, "Putong wa," literally translating to the Canton language and the common, as in the common people's language, respectively. But If you hear "wa" coming at the end of the sentence, "meye wa," where "meye" means what, then you might think logically that "meye wa" is a question that asks, "What language are you speaking?" And you would be right to a certain degree, but "meye wa" is more from which planet of a language are you speaking? Depending on how the question is asked, it could also mean, "What did you say? What the f? Are you kidding?" Just know that when someone says "meiwa" to you, they're not asking you what language you're speaking. And if "meiwa" is prefaced by "nei gong," where "nei" means you, "gong" means to say or talk, then you get "nei gong meiwa." You say what or what you say, and them, my friends, can be fighting words. If you ever hear "ne gong mei wa," it could be that someone's incredulous at what you just said, sort of like "no way," or they simply couldn't hear you and just wanted you to repeat yourself. But this rhetorical question can also be very menacing. You may have inadvertently said something that was offensive to someone, and the essence of the question spat out by that someone becomes, "What the f did you say?" Almost like, "I dare you to say that again." They gong me a but life is short, so no harm in purposefully practicing peaceful ways. Yeah, I mean that's why we're here, right? To learn another language, to better understand another culture, so to speak, and stay healthy and strong in the process. 
The next word is the second occurrence of law wall, which we went over already. So let's skip it and go over to the canto. Mando punang chu, meaning cannot or unable to eat. So xun wo wang wo, mu sik da fu zhe. Ju suan wo shuo wo bu nang chu fu zhi. Even if I say I can't eat gluten. These words are grouped together because that's the only way to explain the canto version, mu sik da, which is literally. Mm, the negation, no, not non. Sick, to eat. The ability, one's ability. No matter how you look at it, sick da is definitely not an elegant construction of its combined meaning for inability to eat. Which is not to say that the mando version is elegant, but the mando components of bunang and chu, meaning cannot and eat, respectively. Is a pattern where the bunang cannot plus a verb is a more understandable linear pattern than Canto's、mm, negation plus verb plus da one's ability. In this case, negation eat ability or the inability to eat pattern. No doubt you'll hear these patterns that do make sense upon analysis. For instance. When a family member is undergoing surgery, usually you get to sweat it out in the waiting area while the surgical team works behind closed doors. But if you were the type who felt family presence during a procedure was helpful towards favorable outcomes, as some evidence does indicate, at least for ICU cases, and decided to ask if you could go into the operating room to watch the surgery, you might hear the response. So sorry, you can't go into the operating room. 真系对唔住啊！你唔入得手术室，真对不起哦！你不能进入手术室。The cannot or unable to do something is the 唔入得不能进入 ，that is you being unable to enter. Where 入进入 means to enter. The verb in the m、mm, plus verb plus da and bunang plus verb patterns. Break down the sentence and you get. 真系对唔住啊，真对不起哦 ，so sorry. 你你 you 唔入得，不能进入 ，can't enter. 手术室，手术室。Operating room. So sorry, you can't enter the operating room. 真系对唔住啊，你唔入得手术室。真对不起哦，你不能进入手术室。At first, I thought the mandal pattern had a leg up on the canto pattern because it seems more straightforward. But as I thought up of more and more examples, it became apparent that canto's、mm, negation plus verb. Plus the ability pattern was not only comparable to Mando's "punang cannot" plus a verb pattern, but figuring out how the verb fits into the Canto's pattern is kind of fun. Like if I told you that I wanted to say, "She sure as heck won't accept this diagnosis of cancer," how would I say that? If you had listened to the previous podcasts, 
you will have already known the words for cancer, ngam jing, ai zheng, diagnosis, chen dun, zhen duan, this, ni ga, zhe the pronoun for she or he, kui, ta. You just haven't learned the words for sure as heck, which is my way of saying hung ding, kun ding, and accept, jip sao, jie So how does this all fit into the sentence, especially the mm plus verb plus duck pattern in the sentence? She sure as heck won't accept this diagnosis of cancer. First off, where is the verb for the cannot, unable to, won't patterns? That is the mm negation plus verb plus duck ability pattern and bunang cannot plus a verb pattern that we're focusing on for the sentence. She sure as heck won't accept this diagnosis of cancer. So the verb is to accept, right? Using the cannot, unable to, won't, canto and mando patterns, we get the cannot, unable to, or won't accept part of the sentence. She sure as heck won't accept this diagnosis of cancer. So we get canto's mm, negation plus the verb accept, cheap sell, plus the ability pattern. That is, and Mando's Bunang cannot plus verb except So that is Bunang unable to accept or won't accept. As for the whole sentence, she sure as heck won't accept this diagnosis of cancer. The Chinese sentence pretty much matches the English sentence in terms of word order. Breaking it down, she or he, to be certain, definitely, or in my translation, sure as heck. Unable to accept, won't accept. Cancer. This, this one. Chen dun, chen duan, diagnosis. She or he definitely won't accept cancer. This, diagnosis. That is to say, she sure as heck won't accept this diagnosis of cancer. Well, thanks for coming along with me on that little cannot, unable to, won't tangent. But let's get a move on. Our next word is actually our last word for part one. Fu zhi, which is our featured word, gluten. As I said, fu marks the end of part one. So let's recap. Even if the pronoun I to say the second occurrence of 
我 the pronoun I. 唔食得不能吃 unable to eat. 肤质肤质 gluten. Even if I say I unable to eat gluten. 就算我话我唔食得肤质，就算我说我不能吃肤质 ，even if I say I can't eat gluten, then what? Then part two. Who knows what the kitchen cooks up for me that may make me sick as a dog later on? 点知厨房煮俾我食啲嘢会唔会迟啲整我病到一只嘢咁？谁知道厨房煮给我吃的东西会不会过一会儿让我病得一塌糊涂 ？So part two starts out with 点知谁知道 ，meaning who knows, God knows, that sort of thing. 点知。厨房煮俾我食啲嘢，会唔会迟啲整我病到一只嘢咁？谁知道厨房煮给我吃的东西会不会过一会儿让我病得一塌糊涂 ？The meaning makes more sense when you think of what comes after. 点知谁知道 ？In the excerpt, the who knows what the kitchen cooks up for me. Or God knows what the kitchen cooks up for me. So we're looking at the next word, 厨房厨房 meaning kitchen. 点知厨房煮俾我食啲嘢会唔会迟啲整我病到一只嘢咁？谁知道厨房煮给我吃的东西会不会过一会儿让我病得一塌糊涂 ？Who knows what the kitchen? Cooks up for me that may make me sick as a dog later on. The restaurant kitchen being treated as a living being is probably universal, and the one popular saying in celebratory Chinese banquets that gets the most applause comes when, after all the long speeches, comes to an end, and the last speaker says, "Qing chu fang hei cai," "Rang chu fang shang cai," which means something to the effect. Let the kitchen start serving the food. Next is 煮煮 meaning to cook. 点知厨房煮俾我食啲嘢会唔会迟啲整我病到一只嘢咁？谁知道厨房煮给我吃的东西会不会过一会儿让我病得一塌糊涂 ？Obviously, 煮煮。Is a common word in common parlance since cooking meals is a common occurrence, such that you might hear on a daily basis. What are you cooking tonight? 今晚煮咩餸啊？今晚煮什么菜呢 ？What are you cooking tonight? Broken down. 今晚今晚 is tonight. 煮煮 cook 咩嘢什么 what? 送菜 which means dishes. Uh, na, the ending question particle. So tonight, cook what dishes? Ending question particle. In other words, what are you cooking tonight? 今晚煮咩餸啊？今晚煮什么菜呢？ What's not so common but applicable to many situations. 
is the Chinese idiom "fen kam zhu he," "fen qin zhu he," which literally means to burn the zither, cook the crane, figuratively meaning to waste valuable resources or destroy wantonly beautiful things. The Chinese zither is a rectangular musical instrument that you can think of or imagine as how a flat-back, elongated acoustic guitar might be played when placed on a table. Although the zither has more strings, anywhere from between 13 to 21 strings, each resting on its own movable bridge. The crane bird is seen in many Chinese scroll paintings and screens. So. The zither and crane represent the musical and visual arts, respectively. So, to burn wooden zithers and cook up cranes—that is, to waste valuable resources or destroy wantonly beautiful things—might be thought of as washing putrid, smelly feet at the source of a spring water, or in modern times. The destruction of natural ecosystems in order to build a hotel with views of whatever's left of the natural landscape in order to promote tourism, say. Or if you want to think of fen kam zhu he, fen qin zhu he, in the medical setting, it's like expecting to get antibiotics for just about anything. Of course, antibiotics are useful. In fact, necessary to treat UTIs, staph infections, strep throat, mono, just a whole host of bacterial-related conditions. But sometimes it's not clear if a disease stems from a bacteria or virus. And you know, antibiotics don't do diddly squat for diseases caused by viruses. So the overuse of antibiotics is a case of fan kam zhu he, fen qin zhu he. Well, let's get back to our lesson. After ju ju is bei gei, meaning to give, supply, for. Dim ji chu fang ju bei. I 食啲嘢会唔会迟啲整我病到一只嘢咁？谁知道厨房煮给我吃的东西会不会过一会儿让我病得一塌糊涂？ Who knows what the kitchen cooks up for me that may make me sick as a dog later on? I'm sorry, but I can't resist taking a cue from the antibiotics we talked about earlier and serve up another bay gay example. This time from a demanding patient. Doctor, give me a prescription for antibiotics. 医生，开抗生素俾我食啦。医生，开抗生素给我吃吧。Broken down, 医生，医生 is doctor. 开开 normally means open, like open the door. 开门开门 where 门门 means door, but in the context of the sentence, 开开 means to prescribe. 抗生素抗生素 is antibiotics, and in the context of the sentence. Bay, gay, has the supply give meaning. Then we have wo wo, the I or me pronoun. Then sick, sure to eat. Remember from previous podcasts, the Chinese way of saying to take meds is to eat meds. Sick yao, sure yao, yao, 
yao meaning meds. La ba, the ending particle of the command. So, doctor, prescribe, antibiotics, give, me, to eat, command ending particle. Which is to say, doctor, write me a prescription for antibiotics. Or, doctor, give me a prescription for antibiotics. This is different from the demands of a drug seeker, but I'll say no more, because that might be a topic for a later different podcast. The word after bay, gay, is wall, wall, the pronoun I or me that we've already gone over, so let's skip over to the modified noun phrase that comes next. Which, for all intents and purposes, means whatever things that are to be eaten. The thing being ye dongsi, which is the noun. With ye dongsi being the noun, sik di chida. Oh, sik di ye chida dongsi. Sik di chida means to be eaten. It's the attribute of the noun ye dongsi. So, means the things to be eaten. Now, if you look at the English version, who knows what the kitchen cooks up for me that may make me sick as a dog later on? You may say, well, I don't see anything that speaks of a thing, not to mention something that's meant to be eaten, so what up? Well, the things to be eaten is understood. So the sentence excerpt is actually, who knows what things the kitchen cooks up for me to eat that may make me sick as a dog later on? That has been shortened to, who knows what the kitchen cooks up for me that may make me sick as a dog later on. I've said it before, and I'll say it for the umpteenth time. Translation is a nuanced art. Next is which is a question poser, querying if somebody can or cannot, will or will not, may or may not, do something. In reality, this kind of query usually only uses the non-negation terms. So let's say, you're not known to follow instructions. In fact, sometimes you're defiant about following instructions, like taking meds. So instead of saying, I don't know if I will or will not be compliant with my meds per the doc's instructions, it's, I don't know if I'll be compliant with my meds per the doc's instructions. Breaking it down, 我我, the pronoun I or me. 唔知道, 不知道, don't know. 我我, I. 会不会, 会不会, will or will not, or just will. 尊究, 遵教, to be compliant with or compliant to. 医生,医生, doctor. 即席,指示, to be instructed. 食药,吃药, to take meds. 啊,吧, 
ending protocol。我唔知道我会唔会遵照医生指示食药噶？我不知道我会不会遵照医生指示吃药吧？ I don't know if I will be compliant with my meds per the doc's instructions. By the way, did that sound familiar? It's a variant on the non-compliance, 不遵纪，不遵教 podcast from the sentence, "How are you going to get well if you don't take your meds like your doctor tells you to?" 不遵教医生指示食药，你点样康复噶？不遵教医生指示吃药，你怎么样康复呢？ In the context of our featured sentence, 会不会会不会 takes on the non-negation may of the may or may not meaning in who knows what the kitchen cooks up for me that may make me sick as a dog later on. 点知厨房煮俾我食啲嘢会唔会迟啲整我病到一只嘢咁？谁知道厨房煮给我吃的东西会不会？过一会儿，让我变得一塌糊涂。Next is 起的过一会儿 ，meaning later after a while。点知厨房煮俾我食啲嘢会唔会起的，整我病到一只嘢咁？谁知道厨房煮给我吃的东西会不会过一会儿让我变得一塌糊涂？ Who knows what the kitchen cooks up for me that may make me sick as a dog later on? Next is jing, rang, meaning to make something happen. 点知厨房煮俾我食啲嘢会唔会迟啲整我病到一只嘢咁？谁知道厨房煮给我吃的东西会不会过一会儿让我病得一塌糊涂？ Who knows what the kitchen cooks up for me that may make me sick as a dog later on? Here, the consequential nature of jing rang is physical, to make someone sick. In this case, a less tangible sentence could be, "You're making it very difficult for me." 你整我好难做，你让我很难做。Broken down. Ne, ni, the pronoun you. Jing, rang, to make something happen. Ngo, wo, the pronoun I or me. And for the context of the sentence, ho, hen means very. Nan zhou, nan zuo, means troublesome, difficult. So we have you, making something happen. Me, very. Difficult, which is essentially, you're making it very difficult for me. 你整我好难做，你让我很难做。The next word is yet another 我我 I me. So we'll skip over to the Chinese translation of the English simile, "sick as a dog," 病到一只野狗，病得一塌糊涂。点知厨房整俾我食啲嘢，会唔会迟啲整我病到一只嘢咁？谁知道厨房煮给我吃的东西，会不会过一会儿让我病得一塌糊涂 ？True confessions. Originally, I was going to use the canto "bendo patatlio" and "mando bindo putalio," both of which means to be extremely sick. 
which can certainly be appropriate for the simile, sick as a dog. But I decided to use phrases that had more of the sick as a dog flavor. This is not just to say dogs have a special appeal to humankind. It's a little sad to say, but a mistreated furball of a dog will elicit more attention, well-wishers, or justice seekers than a mistreated human, big or small. Be that as it may, to be sick as a dog means you're so sick, you're throwing up, you need bed rest, you're just not a happy puppy. Admittedly, neither the Canto or Mando version actually mean to be sick as a dog, but they allude to conditions that are so unfavorable, you're as miserable as a sick dog. For instance, the Canto in essence means to be ill to the point you no longer feel human. And the mando, means you become so ill, you're a complete absolute mess. And as for I went online to see how people used it and out of the many different ways people used it, what made it a slam dunk for me was when a post on jifu,知乎.com, a Chinese Quora-esque social media platform, talked about how Freddie Mercury was able to record his last swan song for Queen's last album, Innuendo, and really knock it out of the park, while being the Yita Hutu with AIDS, which at that time there wasn't much in the way of treatment. Enough said. So that brings us to the end of part two. Let's recap. Dim Ji who knows? Chu Fang, Chu Fang, kitchen. Ju, Ju, to cook. Bei, gay, to give, provide. Ngo, wo, I, me. Sik die, chu de dong si, things to be eaten. Wui mui, hui bu hui, may or may not. Ti di, gua yi huar, later, in a while. Jing Rang to make something happen. Ngo Wo I Me Bendo Yatak Yagom Bing the Yi Ta Hu Tu Sick as a dog. So we have Who knows? Kitchen Cook Provide Me To be eaten May or may not Later Make Me Sick as a dog or the more palatable, who knows what the kitchen cooks up for me that may make me sick as a dog later on. So putting the parts one and two together, even if I say I can't eat gluten, who knows what the kitchen cooks up for me that may make me sick as a dog later on? We're not finished yet. Let's switch gears and see what this sentence sounds like in a dialogue. So remember, our sentence is 
Even if I say I can't eat gluten, who knows what the kitchen cooks up for me that may make me sick as a dog later on. So a conversation that leads up to a sentence like that could be, Let's go out to eat. No way. You forget I have celiac disease? It's a pain eating out. What's the big deal? Just tell the kitchen you can't eat gluten. Even if I say I can't eat gluten, who knows what the kitchen cooks up for me that may make me sick as a dog later on. Let's hear how that can sound in Cantonese. In Mandarin, that could be 我们出去吃饭吧 不行,你忘了,我有乳米血吗?出去吃饭很麻烦的。有什么那么大件事吧?告诉厨房,你不能吃复制就行吧。就算我说我不能吃复制,谁知道厨房煮给我吃的东西,会不会过一会让我病得一
my gao ngo means don't mess with me. My gao ngo, 你唔记得我有鱼未食咩？出去食好麻烦啊！不行，你忘了我有乳糜蟹吗？出去吃饭很麻烦的。No way, you forget I have celiac disease. It's a pain eating out. Next is nei ni, the pronoun you. My gao ngo, nei. 唔記得我有魚味食咩？出去食好麻煩啊！不行，你忘了我有乳糜蟹嗎？出去吃飯很麻煩的。No way, you forget I have celiac disease. It's a pain eating out. Next, 唔記得，忘了 ，meaning don't remember, forgot. 咪搞我，你唔記得。我有鱼未食咩？出去食好麻烦啊！不行，你忘了我有乳糜蟹吗？出去吃饭很麻烦的。No way, you forget I have celiac disease. It's a pain eating out. Next, 我我 the pronouns I me. 咪搞我，你唔记得？我有鱼未食咩？出去食好麻烦啊！不行，你忘了我有乳糜蟹吗？出去吃饭很麻烦的。No way, you forget I have celiac disease. It's a pain eating out. Next, 有有 to have. 咪搞我，你唔记得我有？鱼未食咩？出去食好麻烦啊！不行，你忘了我有乳糜蟹吗？出去吃饭很麻烦的。No way, you forget I have celiac disease. It's a pain eating out. Next, 鱼未食，乳糜蟹 ，celiac disease。咪搞我，你唔记得我有？鱼未食咩？出去食好麻烦啊！不行，你忘了我有乳糜蟹吗？出去吃饭很麻烦的。No way, you forget I have celiac disease. It's a pain eating out. Next, 咩 ma ending question particles. 咪搞我，你唔记得我有鱼未食咩？出去食好麻烦啊！不行，你忘了我有乳糜蟹吗？出去吃饭很麻烦的。No way, you forget I have celiac disease. It's a pain eating out. Next is 出去出去 to go out that we previously went over, so we don't need to go over it again. Sort of the same with 食吃饭 to eat a meal. The only difference is that in Canto, this second occurrence of eating a meal doesn't need the fun of sick fun. It's understood. My gao ngo, you forget I have yu mei xie me. Go out to eat. How annoying! No, you forgot I have yu mei xie me. Go out to eat. It's annoying. Next is 好很 
In the context of the sentence, "ho and han" has the meaning of "very." My gao ngo, nei mu ge de ngo yao yu mei xie me. Chui hui xie, ho, ma fan le. Bu xing, ni wang le wo you ru mi xie ma. Chu 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 fan, han, ma fan de. No way, you forget I have celiac disease. It's a pain eating out. Now you don't see the actual word "very" in the sentence because it's understood. You could think of "it's a pain eating out" as "it's very troublesome eating out." Next is "mafan," "mafan" meaning troublesome, a pain. My gao ngo, nei mu ge de ngo yao yu mei xie me. Chui hui xie hou, mafan a, bu xing. 你忘了我有乳糜蟹吗？出去吃饭很麻烦的。No way, you forget I have celiac disease. It's a pain eating out. Next is a、uh, the ending statement particles. 咪搞我，你唔记得我有乳糜蟹咩？出去食好麻烦啊！不行，你忘了我有乳糜蟹吗？出去吃饭很麻烦的。So that line, no way, you forget I have celiac disease. It's a pain eating out. My gao ngo, nei mu ge de ngo yao yu mei xie me. Chui xie hou ma fan le. Bu xing, ni wang le wo you ru mi xie ma. Chu 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 fan hen ma fan de. The next line is, what's the big deal? Just tell the kitchen you can't eat gluten. 有咩咁大阵仗啊？讲俾厨房知，你唔食得肤质咁咪得咯？有什么那么大件事吧？告诉厨房，你不能吃肤质就行吧。Broken down, the usage of 有有 in the rhetorical question, what's the big deal? Does not have the usual meaning of to have. Instead, it's there to put an emphasis on what's being said, kind of like saying. Just what is the big deal? But it's understood as what's the big deal? 有咩咁大阵仗啊？讲俾厨房知，你唔食得肤质咁咪得咯？有什么那么大件事吧？告诉厨房，你不能吃肤质就行吧。Next, 咩嘢什么 what means what? 有咩嘢咁大阵仗啊？讲俾厨房知，你唔食得肤质咁咪得咯？有什么那么大件事吧？告诉厨房，你不能吃肤质就行吧 ？What's the big deal? Just tell the kitchen you can't eat gluten. Next, gum nama means so, as in so much. 有咩咁大阵仗啊？讲俾厨房知，你唔食得肤质咁咪得咯？有什么那么大件事吧？告诉厨房，你不能吃肤质就行吧 ？What's the big deal? Just tell the kitchen you can't eat gluten. Now again, we have another、uh, understood word that's hidden in the English translation, but you can think of what's the big deal as just what is so much the big deal here. Which you can imagine is so much something a drama queen would say. Next, 大阵仗大件事 
means a big deal. 有咩咁大阵仗？诶，讲俾厨房知，你唔食得肤质咁咪得咯。有什么那么大件事吧？告诉厨房，你不能吃肤质就行吧。What's the big deal? Just tell the kitchen you can't eat gluten. Next, a、uh, ba ending question particles. 有咩咁大阵仗？啊，讲俾厨房知，你唔食得肤质咁咪得咯。有什么那么大件事？吧，告诉厨房你不能吃肤质就行吧。After the rhetorical question， 有咩咁大阵仗啊？有什么那么大件事吧 ？Is 讲俾告诉 ，meaning to tell。Although the to tell meaning for the case of the canto portion should really be gongbei plus a noun plus ji, where gongbei is the to tell causative verb to the base form verb ji to know. In this case, the noun is chu fang, chu fang, kitchen. So the canto gongbei chu fang ji literally means to tell the kitchen so that they know. So to give another example,、uh, here's something like "tell me" in Canto. That would be "gongbei ngoji." So here we have that pattern of "gongbei" to tell plus a noun that is "ngo me" plus "ji" to know. So "gongbei ngoji" to tell me to know, or in short form, "tell me." Given all this, let's just add the kitchen into the mix. That is, 讲俾厨房知 and 告诉厨房 which, for all intents and purposes, means tell the kitchen. 有咩咁大阵仗啊？讲俾厨房知，你唔食得肤质咁咪得咯？有什么那么大件事吧？告诉厨房。你不能吃肤质就行吧 ？What's the big deal? Just tell the kitchen you can't eat gluten. Next, 你你 means you. 有咩咁大阵仗啊？讲俾厨房知，你唔食得肤质咁咪得咯？有什么那么大件事吧？告诉厨房，你不能吃肤质就行吧？ What's the big deal? Just tell the kitchen you can't eat gluten. Next, msikta, bu nang chi, means cannot or unable to eat. 有咩咁大阵仗啊？讲俾厨房知你msikta， 肤质咁咪得咯？有什么那么大件事吧？告诉厨房你不能吃肤质就行吧。What's the big deal? Just tell the kitchen you can't eat gluten. Next, 肤质肤质 gluten. 有咩咁大阵仗啊？讲俾厨房知，你唔食得肤质咁咪得咯？有什么那么大件事吧？告诉厨房，你不能吃肤质就行吧。What's the big deal? Just tell the kitchen you can't eat gluten. Next, 咁咪得咯，就行吧。In essence, it means that should do it. That should be good enough. That's just all you have to do. 
So obviously there's a lot of understood hidden meanings in the English version that you could say is minimalized by the single word just, as in just tell the kitchen you can't eat gluten. 有咩咁大陣仗啊？講俾廚房知，你唔食得膚質，咁咪得咯。有什麼那麼大件事吧？告訴廚房，你不能吃膚質，就行吧。What's the big deal? Just tell the kitchen you can't eat gluten. So the line, "What's the big deal? Just tell the kitchen you can't eat gluten." Is 有咩咁大陣仗啊？ 講俾廚房知,你唔食得膚質,咁咪得咯。有什麼那麼大件事吧,告訴廚房,你不能吃膚質就行吧。And finally the last line, even if I say I can't eat gluten, who knows what the kitchen cooks up for me that may make me sick as a dog later on, has already been gone over in excruciating detail in the earlier portion of the podcast. So let's just recap the whole dialogue. Let's go out to eat. No way. You forget I have celiac disease? It's a pain eating out. What's the big deal? Just tell the kitchen you can't eat gluten. Even if I say I can't eat gluten, who knows what the kitchen cooks up for me that may make me sick as a dog later on. In Cantonese? What a choice, Ikfana. My name in Mandarin, woman Yoshimanamadajian there we have it. You made it. I want to first thank Liu Wansheng, who gave me input for the previous cataract. Podcast. I wasn't able to get his permission for the credits in time before the uploading of that previous podcast. Now for this podcast, a great big thanks for content input goes to Anna Lee, Lei Sokfang, Li Shufang, Wang Meizhen, Wang Meizhen, and Esther. I also want to thank Wang Jinman, Wang Jianwen, for his help on the technical end of things. The soundtrack is Harlem Incident by The Passion Hi-Fi, whose tracks can be found at Music by The Passion Hi-Fi at www.thepassionhifi.com. As always, thanks so much for listening. Joy Gain, bye bye now.